This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from the adventures of Bradley and Don on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. Jim Reelbird was driving downtown in his blue pickup truck, the one with braided sweetgrass on the dashboard, when he saw something that made him immediately do a U-turn. Two girls, maybe 14 at the most, riding horses bareback to the gas station. Now, this isn't going to get weird, so stay with me here, okay? Uh, they had bridles, and their jeans were all faded from riding, he tells me, remembering the moment. If you ride enough, your jeans will be worn right from where you contact the horse. He saw their jeans and thought, hmm, maybe these could be my warriors. At this point, I'm really intrigued. Every day, everywhere he goes on the Crow Reservation in Montana and beyond, Real Bird, a 67-year-old rodeo horse trainer, looks for warriors he and his three brothers all members of the crow tribe host an annual reenactment of a clash between indians and federal forces that happened on their land almost 150 years ago the battle of the little bighorn also known as custer's last stand didn't we bring that up last week we did yes because i went to the black hills and um went through custer state park where all of this went down. Yeah, um, west of there, actually, mm -hmm. um, on the Little Bighorn River. And I was grousing, I think, about the fact that when you go up on the battlefield and you can tour the batter battlefield, you don't, you're not able to see the incredible Indian village that was down there, down the hill, mm -hmm. and on the other side of the river. And I just learned completely by accident. I didn't go looking for this. It just came up. Uh -huh. That they do a reenactment every year, and I know where I'll be in the end of June of next oh, year. I got to go to this. I got to go see this. Yes. So he's looking for actors. Yeah. And, and the, you know, stunt actors. Yeah. yeah. The story goes on, uh, and it's the story about how the fact that um, less and less Native Americans now are interested in the traditions of their elders, and he's having a harder and uh, more difficult time finding male what he calls warriors and they they tell us what it takes to become a warrior in the native american terms and it, it's actually pretty tough these days because there's really no more battles other than overseas battles if you join the u.s military mm. and a lot of natives of kind of frown on that you know because well, it, sure it, it's supposed to be within your own tribe and not the united states that conquered and vanquished you you know what i mean exactly right uh anyway i just thought that was a really interesting and strange coincidence and then your phone's listening to you that's what it is do you think so go on yes um 
enough to bring the party 100% down. 100% it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then yesterday, I'm sitting here minding my own business, ignoring whatever I'm supposed to be doing at the moment. <laughs> I look over to the TV to my left, which has Channel 9 on all the time, and I see about... 20 knuckleheads on unicycles. I don't know if it was yesterday. It might have been Monday, Oh, for actually. God's sake. And we can't I, get rid of these guys. I sent <laughs> I, I, I sent a little clip uh, via Twitter to you, Dawn. Yeah. It turns out, here, do you have the story, John? Uh, it, it, I don't have a lot of information on it, but there's some sort of convention uh, right mm -hmm. now. Now, it's in, I, I don't have a lot of details, but it's in Bloomington, and it's the NAUCC convention, and it started on the, what, 16th, so it started Sunday, and it goes till Saturday, so it's a week-long gathering of unicyclists. What could they possibly be doing? Just riding around in circles. I, I know they have competitions where, you That's know, fine. you can race and go uphill, and I don't know if they joust or have fist fights or anything. <gasps> oh, yeah. oh, my oh. God. Fist <laughs> fights. Fist fights. Oh. That's the only thing yeah. that would interest me if they actually, you know, beat the hell out <laughs> of each other. Or just a slap fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> slap fight. Or maybe a wiffle ball bat fight. You yeah. know, those plastic yeah. wiffle ball bats. Yeah. You know, um, truly, I am a nerd and would probably at some point in my life get into this because we know that I like to do weird stuff. So it's all really just a joke. It's like, you know, I don't hate unicyclists. I just want to put oh, that out there. Oh, I do. It's just, <laughs> it's just a funny thing you would do in a comedy routine. You know. There's six different things that they do at this convention. Did you know there's six different skills? Do they, they do uh, any practice? of them? Any of them naked? Do are uh, any of them naked? Well, one like of them's that. called freestyle. Maybe I, you know, if you freestyle, maybe you could be naked. Uh, the other one is mountain unicycle races, the Muni they call that. Uh, road races, team events like hockey and basketball. They play hockey and basketball while they're on unicycles, which would yeah, be I'm interesting. Still not fascinated. <laughs> No, how about uh, urban? I, I don't know. I suppose you ride through town. I have no idea what's going on there. <laughs> how about if you take the seat off your unicycle and then ride oh, it? No, I, that's yikes. a different event. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Completely. It happens in Las Vegas every year. <laughs> and it's being filmed. <laughs> There's uh, a whole website uh, devoted to that. I saw your, um, I saw your tweet, Kenny, and yeah. uh, it was, uh, I noticed that some of them were like, holding hands or yeah. helping each other balance and yeah. I'm like that's not allowed I'm no. already judging it I'm like yeah. no you if you can't you know solo unicycle that's what it's all about if you need a friend to hold your hand you can't join <laughs> so you guys this would be so physically taxing do you know if any of us tried to do unicycling we would be so sore that doesn't matter. We, you'd have but to have no. a lot of core strength, and right now, uh, yeah, that's no. not a strong point for me. Uh, a lot of times, I can have empathy for people and put myself in their shoes, but in this case, not at all. I don't care. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, that's fine. I, I, I'm just I saying we're criticizing something that we probably couldn't do physically. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> and I'm, I'm willing to take it to the next level, and you three are very creative. I'm hoping you can help me come up with some slogans for my protest signs, oh, no. uh, because I'm going to go oh. down there and... I, I'm, 
I'm going to protest outside of the wherever it is. But I, I want some fun, interesting slogans oh, that gosh. you could maybe, uh, you know, take the seat off and you'll impress me, stuff like that. Oh, boy. You won't get kicked out. Well, I guess it's a peaceful protest, but... Um, uh, oh, God. Right now, let's see. Yeah, um, there's... There's nothing. I'm there not going to do it. I wish I could think of yeah. some clever stuff. Not a lot that comes to mind either. I, I have better things to do. I, I wouldn't even actually go down there to boo them. Uh, that's how uninterested I am. Or how about a sign that just says, I have better things that you could do solo? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot more fun. <laughs> doesn't involve pedals, but it might involve stirrups. <laughs> In some chains. <laughs> uh, so I, I, those two items I just thought were interesting since we talked about both of them last wow. week. And then they just, yeah, appeared out of nowhere. Wow. This the world strange. is happening around us. It's crazy. I think the story of the day is actually something Ross came across. Um, and it's a story that was posted on Money, Inc. in March of this year. And you guys know I love lists. Oh, yeah. The 20 worst place places to live in Minnesota. Oh, great. I did see this, but um, please tell us what the... Well, some of them, you know, like the top five, no-brainers, really easy. <laughs> but a lot of them don't make any sense. Like number 20, coming in last, coming in last at number 20, Brainerd of all yeah, places. I like Brainerd. Yeah, it's all right. It's It's kind of relaxing in the winter and super yeah. busy and insane during the summer okay. and lakes and all that fun stuff uh property crime rate comes in at a fairly respectable 3380 incidents per 100,000 people uh, the real problem violent crime in Brainerd in Brainerd what are they mad uh, about that they no live kidding. in Brainerd the other one I'm just uh, kidding number 19 <laughs> And I guess this doesn't surprise me, but we all call Fridley friendly, friendly Fridley. <laughs> Not so much. Um, property prices in Fridley might be low for Minnesota, but you'll want to resist the temptation of buying there if you value your savings, as well as boasting some of the lowest incomes in Minnesota or in the Minneapolis metro area. The city has one of the worst unemployment rates in the region. So uh, this is all based on stats and statistics and crime and taxes and, and unemployment. It's not it's not things like the people are really ugly here. They just all have a, a weird thing, a weird tick going or yeah. things growing out of their face. Oh, no. Number 18, or Duluth. Harry backs. Yeah, or hairy backs, right? Or neck beards. <laughs> or man buns. Man buns are fine. Man buns. A lot of man buns. Have you There's transitioned? Have you, I transitioned? No. Are you a man bun lover? Yeah, I always have been. But really? unless they're unless they're like douchey and they're like uh, hipsters, I guess they're all hipsters. Uh, this is an argument, Kenny, that has escaped all of us because they're so numerous now. Uh, everybody has them. They, they, you you can't get away from them. I just so. want them to unleash it and let me see what they've got, you know? <laughs> Isn't that what life's all about? really, really bad. <laughs> I knew if I kept quiet long I think, enough. I think that's... <laughs> <laughs> she 
she'd say something. <laughs> oh. oh boy. Oh, yeah. What anyway. was what was there was a Heather Locklear ad, right? Where she was oh, doing she that just, in her yeah, hair. Yeah, just, that's what you want to see with the, with the with the bros. Yeah, I just want to see what it's like. My brother-in-law Larry has one. Larry's my age and um I I really 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 like his wife. She's awesome. Um but the re- and the reason he has it is because she likes it. And this has put into question my whole relationship with the two of them. I, I'd, I'd, I just don't know anymore. I, I don't think I trust his wife, Carrie. And uh, as for Larry, I've never really trusted him. Well, we took Larry him to the races Carrie. with us a couple of weeks ago. And I found, and we were tailgating, and I found myself apologizing to our neighbors for uh, my brother-in-law's hair. Oh, my God. Yeah, because it's not a bun. It's not a bun. It's a ponytail. Okay. Is it so, a mullet ponytail like no, or is it a full head of hair that's all at yeah, one length he's got a full head okay, of hair okay good but then he grabs the middle part and yeah. puts a ponytail so it sticks up but then goes back down because it's really mm. long hair okay yeah. and does he twist it around like a bun because uh no he doesn't do the well, bun it's not a man bun it's just a ponytail it, it's but it's the same thing to me the ponytail's in the wrong place put the ponytail down at the base <laughs> of your skull where it belongs and if you have to run it out of the hoop this part the hoop in your hat, oh, right God. there. Now, hmm. let's see. <laughs> I don't know. The pony, the the man bun is way better. A ponytail just looks like, you know, especially out of the back of your hat. That's not. That's like country creepy. Is it possible? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like put it up on top because that looks better. Is it possible um, your issue ko is more with the long hair than it actually is with the ponytail Ross, or the bun? I, I used to have hair that went right down to my waist. Yeah. I know. Yeah, uh, so that's I don't, why it throws me. I don't have any issues with long hair on dudes whatsoever. But this man bun ponytail thing is in the wrong place. You just want him to let it loose and just let it. I'd rather just see the long hair. Yeah. Okay. And I also still to this day have an issue with the backwards hat. Um, It serves no purpose. Every time I see the backwards hat, I want to wipe it right off the head of the person. And and including um, your son, John. Yeah. uh, Dill does that. I'm convinced Dill does it on purpose when he's around me. I, I think he, he does because at home he never wears it backwards. He wears it just like you're wearing one right now. What a bastard. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, is it when he's performing so I can see the crowd or what? Oh, he's got short hair. Oh, he does. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm just saying the bill of the hat. Does it get in the well, way? Or or why does he? He just wears it like that to annoy Kenny? I think, I think to so. annoy Kenny because okay. I have many pictures of him when he went out on tour and played guitar with yeah. the band. And uh, they're almost all forward-facing hats. So okay. I, I think it's just to annoy Kenny. The point. only time you get to wear your hat backward in my world is if you're on a motorcycle and you're not wearing a helmet. And then you have to turn it around, otherwise your hat flies off. Or, or a boat, if you're in a boat. On, on a boat, right, yeah. yeah. Anytime you're in danger of your hat flying off. Or if you're trying to avoid a sunburn on your neck. Because that's really sucks. I don't know. Okay, so now we get to a different matter. What do you think about those hats that have the skirt on the back to prevent you from getting a sunburn? The skirt? Yeah. Do I even know what that looks like? Yeah, it's the floppy hats. It's it's middle-aged sandal-wearing men that usually wear these things. (laughs) Don, it's the hats where people look like they're heading into, like, be a beekeeper. It's got, like, the side and the back to it. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm glad no. Kenny said that because I have a brother who wears one of those hats who also always wears sandals, strangely <laughs> enough. Yeah. And, uh, I don't yeah. tease him about the hat. I do tease him about the sandals. Yeah. It's the kind of guys that'll pay $5,000 for a canoe, that crowd. Oh, I see. It's like, <laughs> let me show Ross a picture. I know this is this is um, a broadcast and you can't see, but it says Cooling Sun yep, Defender that's hat. That's it. Okay. Yep, that's what he's talking about. Okay, well. Yeah, it's, it's a hat skirt. Okay. How do you feel about the bucket hat, Kenny? The one where it just kind of goes all the way around with a brim. Is that okay? It's okay because it's so ridiculous. Thank you. And, and I think the people that wear them realize this is a yes. ridiculous hat, and that's yeah. why it's worn. I wear yeah. one golfing or when it's incredibly hot, and I'm well aware that it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's probably yeah. 20% oh, of the reason why I wear it. I'm just yeah. trying to picture Ross with one of those on, and I think <laughs> I, I don't like it. I think the youngsters wear them for that reason. They think it's cool because they think it's ironic because it looks goofy. Oh, uh, I think that's okay. why the young And stoners, maybe. They just want to isolate their little stoner I mean, world. Yeah. On a sunny day, though, it really does help if it's hot to, to don's point it keeps the sun off the back of your neck yeah they say there's some hats that make your head cooler i i don't see how that could possibly be the case no your head gets hot yeah no matter insulating what insulating the heat we were in the middle of a list you know that that was you? hat talk there we went to oh hat talk gosh. for about five minutes uh number 17 maplewood <laughs> i lived there for a while i agree west st paul a lot of murders in st uh, west st paul that's number 16 you oh. don't care about any of these do you anoka Halloween capital of the world. Hey, they next come, to me. Yeah, okay. they come in at 15. Why is that? Let's see here. Huh. Is this oh. all the country people judging this? Because they're like, city folks. Ah, <laughs> city. I got to move out where there's a bunch of white people. <laughs> Hi. Hi, how you doing? Well, that's <laughs> true. Number, no. number 15, according to the latest FBI data, Anoka has a crime rate that is higher than 86% of the state's other cities. Wow. What? Anoka? 86%. I don't, I think Dawn's right. I think that they're making this crap up. Yeah. Uh, Spring Lake Park, isn't that kind of a neighbor of Anoka? No, it's it's uh, further up the road toward, it's a neighbor of Fridley. It's just north yeah. of Fridley. Hi Highway yeah. 65, that area. Yep, exactly. Yep, exactly. Uh, that's number 14, Jordan, Minnesota. Lovely <laughs> Jordan. Yeah, it's south of Shakopee on 169. Oh, yeah, that's Don, where that candy barn is. It's, it's the country. Yeah. But that, that comes at uh, number 13. Why? Uh, for start, there's almost nothing to do here, even if there were places to go and things to see. People wouldn't have the money to do either. The unemployment rate, 5.5%, is one of the worst in the entire Minneapolis areas. Eh, that sounds made up. Virginia, Virginia, Minnesota, that's up on the Iron Range. Iron Range, yeah. Yeah, that must what? be meth. <laughs> Number 11, uh, Albert Lee. Wait a minute, Albert Lee, isn't that where, is that where Hormel is? Albert yeah, Lee? Yeah, down right on the border. Yeah, right? what the hell's wrong with Albert Lee? Well, tell us. You got the list. Yeah, I don't care enough. South St. Paul. Uh, I should have. Oh, that's where Matthew lives. It is. And yes. we have a good friend that's the mayor of South St. Paul. Oh, we better read this. The St. Paul suburb of South St. Paul isn't the kind of place you'd want to live if you value your job prospects. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. The unemployment rate is one of the worst in the Minneapolis area compared to the Minnesota standard. The average median income is no great shakes either. Well, that's kind of ambiguous. Yeah. Uh, number nine, Glencoe. That's west. Of oh, if you're a man, you might not have too many problems in Glencoe. 
For a, whim, a woman, it's a different story. The city ranks as the worst city for women in Minnesota. According to their research, women have an unpleasantly high chance of living in poverty and being uninsured. For every dollar that men make, women make just 58 cents. Wow. Only 28.7 of management positions are held by women. And more bad news, 21.5% of the female population of the city are living below the poverty line. I wow. feel like I could work for this publication. They're so negative. I think I could do a really good job for them. <laughs> also, can I just quickly point out on this list, the whole thing seems very random. Yeah. If your prospects were that bad in one town, yeah. are they really that much better if you just move to the next big city no. five miles down exactly. the road? Exactly. And the only reason we're, we're doing this list is so we can get to number one. Number eight is Columbia Heights. Again, that's Highway 65, just north mm -hmm. of uh, Minneapolis proper. Waite Park, that's kind of a St. Cloud suburb number six, and I'm surprised it's so high on the um, low on the list. High on the list, number six. You'd think it would be number two, Brooklyn Center, um, and that's due to median income. It doesn't say anything about crime. Though. Oh, the crime rate is far from pretty. That's all they say. St. Cloud number five. <clears throat> that doesn't shock me. This one shocks me that it's not one, two, or three. It's number four, Minneapolis. <laughs> Oh. Uh, number three, Bemidji, which was the setting for Fargo, was it not? The home of Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox now ranks as one of the most dangerous cities in the state. Oh, Crime rates, yeah. Number three is not a city. It's a neighborhood in South Minneapolis known as Hawthorne. Total oh. crime rate in the Hawthorne neighborhood of Minneapolis, 448% higher than the U.S. average. Ouch. Oh, my gosh. And that's South Minneapolis. They don't mention anything about the north side. And, of course, number one, <laughs> Joe Souchere's hometown, St. <laughs> Paul, Minnesota. Oh, that's the worst. I, okay, so if I, you know, I find St. Paul, I think I'm more of a St. Paul person because I live over on, uh, I, I find it easier to navigate and and um, well, do I just do a lot more in St. Paul. So you generally walk around feeling like you're picked on all, all the time. Everybody always picks on you and bullies you because that's how you have to feel if you live in St. Paul. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Because when there's a national event in St. Paul, the national media will refer to it as Minneapolis. Always. Oh, yeah. Always. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like and, a Dallas-Fort Worth thing. Yeah, yeah, and St. Paul people hate that. Mm. St. Paul might claim to be the most livable city in America, but research suggests otherwise. The city is the center of a huge crime wave. Crime, especially violent crime like robbery and homicide, can greatly detract from the quality of life in any city. In St. Paul, there were 651 violent crimes for every 100,000 people. Oh, 651. That's the area code, isn't it? More than double the violent crime rate of 238 incidents per 100,000 across the rest of the state. So there you go. Congratulations, St. Paul and the mayor of St. Paul and all the citizens within. You guys are losers. Oh, my God. I know that uh, the wow. only bad thing I've heard about St. Paul is that the snow removal is really bad just because the infrastructure, the streets are too, you know. Yeah, too tight. Too small and, and, and they can't plow. 
According to uh, Jesse Ventura, the former governor, the streets were laid out by drunk Irish people, right? Oh, gosh. Okay. Isn't that what he said? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. How about all text? You focus on the road. As a passenger, you have the power to prevent an accident. There are a thousand ways to stop a distracted driver. Choose one. A message from CTIA. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's my contention, if you hate Sundays, you also hate your job. Yeah. Is that it? I would agree. Yeah. Uh, Ross sent us this article, Move Over Monday. Sunday is the new worst day of the week. A lot of social media users agree. There are Reddit threads around this. You know, it used to be, there's so many songs like, I don't like Mondays. Uh, Rainy days and Mondays get me down. What is that song? Uh, just a lot of songs about how Mondays suck, and we always are like, I hate Mondays. Garfield said it forever. But new studies reveal that people actually hate Sundays more. Um, I I find a little, there's something in this article that really kind of bothered me, though. What's that? They, they list the reasons why. Like, of course, you're dreading Monday, as in the next day you have to go to work. Uh, sleep discontinuity. Discontinuity? discontinuity yeah okay hey you don't get as much sleep your sleep's all wacky over the weekend um our brains strategies to cope with stress and just boredom i don't know about boredom i don't i'm not bored i don't think i've ever said i'm bored i'm always trying to find like okay like i have too many things rolling around in my head that i want to do and there isn't enough time but how do you feel about sundays um, a lot different now that I live here. Um, actually, mm. don't ask me. Ask yourself. How do you feel? Ask yourself. Because uh, yeah, I really want to know your opinion. Because I want to. I, I really want to know if you really truly like your job. Um, that, that's I, what. That's my question. Actually, <laughs> never mind the Sunday thing. How much do you hate your job, Don? That's what I want to know. I don't hate my job at all. I feel very lucky to have my job. That's oh. the truth. Oh, oh! Well, he wants me to say I hate that's, it. That's not I mean, the answer I was hoping. For. In general, I do I like? To, I would prefer not to work. I mean, people that say that when they win the lottery, they would still continue to work. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, we can't be friends because yeah, no, no, I think no. that it's fantastic you. to not work. So, so you don't mind Sundays then? I don't mind Sundays. Um, I I think that you have to 
this sounds very Pollyanna, but you can't ruin a f- day of your weekend because you're dreading the next day. You have to like enjoy it. You have to like live in the moment and find something to do. I mean, you only have a couple of days and you're going to like X out one of them by just not liking it just in right. general. I think right. that's stupid, but I, I don't know. I do mean, you, uh, do you do show prep on Sunday? Yeah, I do like Sunday night. So I'm already working Sunday night. Yeah, you know? that's unfortunate. <sighs> yeah. So this article goes on to say like, you know, um, there are Reddit threads. I hate Sundays. I think they're depressing. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a bunch of people that really do. I think, Kenny, you would like this one just because a masterpiece of a re- refined hate is how um, <laughs> this is uh, mentioned. Um, and then uh, one user says, I hate Sunday until I was well into middle age. And then he traces the roots of the hatred back to childhood in which religious and family obligations took up the time mm-hmm. and the shadow of the impending Monday. It mm-hmm. poisoned the day for him. So if you can think back, when you did come into the office, did you hate Sundays? Me? Yeah. No, um, I hated Sundays, but it had nothing to do with work. It had everything to do with where I lived. I lived in South Minneapolis. I would come up here every weekend. And um, on on Sundays, you have to go home. You have to go back to the Twin Cities. And traffic is uh, just a bear from 12 noon until six, seven o'clock at night on Sundays, getting back into town. What I did to solve that is I wouldn't leave here until the sun was going down, until it was getting dark, so eight o'clock. And that solved the problem of traffic, and that helped me out a lot. But the truth was, and I, I'm not kidding, I was severely depressed Mon- Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday. And Wednesday evening is when it would start getting better for me um, because you start thinking about the weekend. And, and by for me, seriously depressed would, and John can confirm this, um, uh, that for me translates into just rage and anger, just being pissed off all yeah. the time, just yeah. being angry uh, because I just hated my situation. Um, but now, oh, my God, it's, it's I don't mind it at all. And I'm lucky enough that I have a job where I don't have to think about my job on the weekend. It would be different if I had to do Krabby on on Sunday on Monday, but since it comes up Wednesday, I don't even have to think about Krabby. And when I do, it's by accident. <laughs> right? You're like, oh, that's happening today. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ross always sends us the Sunday or the list for Krabby. He does. On Sunday, so. but, yeah. <laughs> and I solve that by taking my work email off my phone. Oh, my gosh. Um, So for me, the only issues I have on Sunday are, like you said, Don, getting to bed early enough to where I can get a full night of sleep and and wake up at 430 in the morning. Yeah. John, uh, you being retired, I'm guessing, or semi-retired. Yeah. Sundays have always been my favorite day. Even yeah. when I was a kid, just because yeah. it was the day you'd go out and just have a ball, especially in summer. Yep. And then by the time I grew up, I you know I was playing bands and stuff. So Sunday was my day of leisure. So yep. you know Friday and Saturday, and the work week was over. So Sunday was the day. Plus, I'm kind of a sports geek, so you know football, etc., baseball. That was always the day to catch up on all that. So I've always loved Sundays. We'll and before I was married, um, and I was living life to the fullest. Uh, a Sunday, would the drinking would start at nine in the morning and go right <laughs> until bar close. Seriously, m- midnight, yeah, one a.m. Yeah. yeah, 
Um, yeah. Well, it it's looks like so, 76% of Americans and Canadians experience inexplicable bouts of sadness known as Sunday syndrome. Yeah. Wow. With frequency, uh, German and Swedish scientists suggest that Sunday, not Monday, is the saddest day of the week. And Friday, not Saturday, is the happiness, happiest. I disagree with that. I am. I don't know why. It's not like I'm plowing a field all week. I am so exhausted on Friday. Like, there's no happy fun time there's no i just fall asleep like super early same yeah. my 100%. body is worn out from just i don't know what talking getting up and driving to work <laughs> come on no john it's the mental stuff you're using yeah. your brain too damn much that's the problem with our jobs yeah you can't you can't turn it off and you're always doing show prep always <laughs> always 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 doing the show prep yeah <laughs> i will admit like today driving in it's not that i didn't want to do this it's just that I didn't feel like talking. Yeah. You know, like sometimes you just don't feel like talking and you just want to sit there and veg out. And that's why the whole like um, people are bored. There's nothing to do on Sunday. I'm like, no, I love to just sit there and make my mind blank and just stare out. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like I get a chance to do that. So Sunday's a perfect day for that, you know, if you wanted to do it. And then you just like... I don't know. You just might not have an opinion on something, but you have to force it. And I'm like, man, <laughs> what I for found, me, I have to talk for my job. I keep. What, I, I just feel so guilty <laughs> saying that, but you know. Um, I shouldn't admit this. Uh, I, I will. It's no secret. Uh, I, I don't have a lot of opinions about stuff, but yet I work on a show where I have to. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes I make up opinions just to piss John off. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And see, it took me, how many years have I known you? I'm 20 something. And it's taken me this long to finally figure out that's what he's doing. What is so, the thing that you, he loves to annoy you with the most, John? Uh, l- lately, um, it's been COVID, what, COVID yeah. and the uh, the jab. And something else, yeah, uh, uh, mostly COVID and gu- and um, black helicopter stuff too. Yeah, conspiracy. He loved cons- loves conspiracy. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I hate conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Do you? So, why, yeah. John? Well, I, hate, I hate conspiracy theories. Let's put it that. You way. do, and yeah. th- why yeah. is that? Well, because I think a large portion of our population has given their lives over to conspiracy, and that's for them. That's fact now. Conspiracies oh, are yeah. all fact. That's I, I would yeah. agree. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Started with Oliver Stone, the bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just been recently where he just stops. Sw- I'm I'm throwing in these big, slow, arcing pitches, and he just <laughs> just sits there and watches them go by. He won't swing Good at all. Good for you. And, He's like, <laughs> Doing tai chi with you because we can see each other during garage logic. He'll say it and then he'll go. <laughs> I'll sit back and go. Come on, come on, come on. something. <laughs> and it's great because Such never looks at the monitor. No. So, so we're doing a whole different show off the air. <laughs> They're mimes with each other, trying to yeah. irritate uh, each uh, other. Uh, <laughs> oh um, my God, John, you just look like Martin Short, just like. <laughs> As you guys know, um, it, it, this doing this show and prepping for this show has caused me a, a, quite a bit of consternation in the past. <laughs> yes, sure. yes, um, yes. Except for this week, um, for some reason, I didn't give this show any thought at all till about seven thirty this morning. Okay, <laughs> not at all. And the reason I, I think I'm doing that is because I've recently started listening to and watching some podcasts from people. 
um, that I like that might have YouTube channels. Mm. And I've realized these podcasts you're doing, they just suck. They're awful. <laughs> and I came to the realization that the four of us could come in here, fart into the microphone for 40 minutes, and it would be better than what these idiots are doing. Uh, well, I, I can't speak for all podcasts, obviously, because that would be really stupid. There's some really good ones out there. But I, I think the thing that's different about us is that we're not we're not enamored with ourselves anymore. Like yeah. that has completely gone away. Like w- none of us think what we say is golden or that right. anybody else couldn't do it. Right. We're not amused by ourselves. Like I could care less. I don't listen to this after. <laughs> I don't <Right>. listen back. <laughs> no. I never listen back to anything I do because no. yeah. I just I'm like, I don't. I mean, mostly if I did, I would just be super annoyed. I'd be like, shut up. Yeah. About myself. Yeah. Like, so yeah. I'm not, I think that there's, because podcasts are like, people are so new to like saying, look at me, I can do this, you know, and like, I'm a star, I'm a star, you know, and we've been doing that for like, you know, since we were maybe in our teens, like Which as is, far as like talking. Yeah, so now we're yeah. like, I mean, like I just said, like a lot of times I don't want to talk at all and I have to, <laughs> right. you know, but I don't think I'm special or different for doing well, this job. Which, but I think that's well, yeah. the key to maybe being successful is to, you got to get over yourself and know that there's, uh, I'm not doing anything special. That's for sure. And that's why I don't even want to do the podcast. Uh, I've got nothing to say. Seriously. All right. Well, I mean, isn't that evident? Isn't that evident from my contributions on GL? I've got nothing to say. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say my favorite part sometimes of GL, Kenny, is when Joel come up with this five minute, you know, whatever about something and nobody will say a word and he'll look at us and go. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> nope. Sorry, Joe. I got nothing for you. Oh, my gosh. Kenny, I was going to say, in your defense, you have nothing to say but can say it well. There are plenty mm-hmm. of people who have a lot to say and can't say it at all. Oh. And those are the podcasts where you listen to and those people just hem and haw. Mm-hmm. And everybody, this sounds bad. Now, Don, I'm going to do your disclaimer. Everybody thinks they can do a podcast. Yeah. Then they start doing it. And after like three or four, they, they either quit doing it or they massively slow how much they're releasing them. Because they do realize there is a little bit of work involved in what we do. Not a ton, but there's a little bit of work. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. what do you think about Rogan then? He'll have on a guest that nobody's ever heard of. That's very specialized. Sometimes it's one of these MMA fight guys or a comedian nobody's heard of or or heard from in years. And he'll talk to him for two, three hours. Now, is that do you think that's self-indulgence? Yes. Do you? Yeah, I do. I mean, he's getting paid big bucks. But, um, you know, just from being in terrestrial radio for so long, it's really good to know that it, how does it benefit the listener? Like this interests me, but you're not going to like See, in my demographic, there are a lot of things that I don't talk about. There's so many things that I'm interested in, like, you know, um, all the different wildflowers in the national park. Nobody gives an ass about that. I like it. I could sit there and read it for a couple of hours, but I'm not so arrogant to think that people want to hear about it. And that's where people go wrong. They get too arrogant and they think, oh, this is something that people want to hear. It's like, no, they don't. There's so many things that I toss out, you know, for doing the normal uh, Monday through Friday radio show I do. Because no, like people don't care about that. I do. But you have to be able to appeal to the audience. I'm really reticent to criticize um, Rogan. 
just because of his incredible success uh, rate with this podcast. It's been and it's he's been doing it for a long, long time, much longer than most of us. Um, and I always figure, well, he's got the uh, listenership, the base that there's got to be a great percentage of people that, in fact, are interested in the guest of the moment. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sure. Um, but I think a lot of it has to do with just his celebrity and people worship celebrities now. Oh. So they see him as a celebrity. So when you're listening to a podcast and you start to get to know the people, it's a very like, oh, they're my friends, you know, or, or oh, you feel like you're in a club because we don't have a sense of community anymore in our normal everyday lives. I think right. people have been so disconnected that when like when I'm listening to a podcast like uh, just ones with maybe three comedians or something, I'm laughing along with them and it feels very personal. It mm-hmm. feels like, oh, I'm in a group of people. Like, I literally think about the other listeners that are, li- the, like, I'm looking around at people that aren't there thinking, I'm in a community of people that we all think this is funny and really like this. So it's that sense of community that you have, but you right. actually don't have to deal with other people because then you would just go back to hating people. Yeah. It's like anonymous friends that are in a group. I don't know. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. Okay. And I, I think that's one of the draws of Garage Logic, actually, in the podcast version of Garage mm-hmm. Logic. It gives you a sense of place. And mm-hmm. for me, despite what I might say, just to get a laugh, I really, it's fun being involved in that. It, yeah. it, it, it really is. Um, and it's fun. And a lot of it is uh, inside baseball. Yeah. And it, 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 it was hard to pull more difficult to pull off on the radio yes um than it is with a podcast that's because um, we've been discouraged to do that for so long right doing uh fm am radio right dumb it down background your listeners too inside don't, baseball don't right. be too inside no. mm-hmm. right right and get to the point quickly and get out and here comes a break and we'll be right back exactly <laughs> you know mm-hmm. uh do you guys have i'm pretty much done I was done before I started. Yeah, I, I've said my quota. <laughs> I, I just want to add one thing that uh, Kenny and Don, or Kenny and John, you probably didn't see. Don was literally Lysoling her shoes for the last 15 minutes. I don't, I don't know how or why or for what reason. I have these shoes on that are like, look, it's they're like cream colored, but they end up looking yeah. really dirty. And I get obsessed with like making sure I don't look like a, you know, a bum oh, coming in here. You were doing the outside. You don't have outside. stank foot. No, 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 no. Let me just see. It's a it's a shoe that's, you know, it's like give a, it a cream good, colored shoe. Give it a good whiff. Smell it. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't stink at all. Oh, no, no, right. uh, no, because there's eight pounds of Lysol wipe. <laughs> sorry, seeping, oh god, I have a sickness. Yeah, I like to, I like to wipe things down uh, with Lysol. <laughs> Boy, that's a great way to end a podcast. <laughs> oh Thank you. man, should we come back next week? I don't, know. I, I don't think so. Okay, I think this, bye guys. I think we're done. <laughs> Thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts.